and welcome to the Genius Podcast. Um, today I'm talking a little bit about intention. Um, this week is planning week uh, in the Genius Journal, so we always use the last week of the month to um, create our plans for the for, for the next month. And I can't believe it's June already, but we are already there. And so what I'm doing is um, we're working through our planning week where we're reviewing and taking stock of the last month. Um, what did we achieve? Um, what were our successes? Um, what did we find easy? What did we find hard? What did we struggle with? And what action did we take to combat those things that we found difficult or we were struggling with? Um, and I really like this approach with um, with uh, the guides and what we're doing and with the journal because it, for me, you know, um, reaching your life's intention or reaching your goals or any sort of goal is organic. You're never going to, whatever you decided or planned right at the start of the process is probably not how it's all going to play out. Um, I, I loved it. I was listening to a wonderful talk by Ken Le, uh, Robinson this uh, week uh, and he was talking about that life isn't linear. You know, it's not the step by step by step by step process. There's so many different influences that come in, different people that you meet, different experiences that you have, um, different inputs that come along um, as you progress through your journey that um, to think of life as a very linear step by step process is 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 very, very misleading. Uh, I much prefer this idea that it's an organic process that molds and changes and shapes as you move through it, as more influences come in, as you meet more interesting people, um, as more things come forward and as you explore more about yourself and what works for you and what doesn't. And so this is really what Planning Week's all about. We're just sort of taking some time to take stock of everything that we've learned this week. Um, and this month, sorry, um, we've had really, really interesting genius guys this week. Uh, if you've been following the podcast, you'll know what they've all been. They've been quite some quite in-depth ones. Uh, we were covering procrastination one week. We were covering um, zone of genius the next. So we've been covering a lot of information and all of that information is going to filter in now, which we didn't have at the start of this month. So this is this organic layering of different things that happen to us. Um, and so what we're doing is really distilling our information that we've learned, our knowledge that we've gained. And what we're looking at also is how did we get on with our new habits? How did we get on with all the actions that we set out to do in May? And we're taking stock of which ones did we achieve? Which ones did we find hard? And we're refining our process. So um, you've probably heard me talk about this before, but you're really, with change, what you're trying to do is design a system for success. And so what we're doing is refining this personalized system for success for each of us. And we take these weeks to really take stock of how far we've come, um, what parts of the systems were working, what part of the system wasn't. And this is where we, we start our goal setting and intention setting for the following month um, and I can't believe it's June already but um, we're like I say we're in our sort of end of May planning week and we're making plans for June so I wanted to take a little bit of time just to step back and just take a little bit give you a little bit of insight into the power of intention. Um, intention is a, a massive part of um, the Genius Journal process for anyone that is a journaler you will know um, I'm all about intention um, and I think it's really nice at this point to step back and have a look a bit at the linguistic history of the word intention. I do this commonly when I'm blogging or writing about something because I really like to know like what's the origin of it? Why do we use it in, co in our common language in the way that we do? Um, what is the underlying meanings of some of the words? Um, and intention for me is um, quite an interesting one because I think it has this very descriptive um, sense. So from uh, sort of the linguistic history and looking at the Latin of it, it means to stretch out or to turn your attention to something, um, which I think 
you know, is absolutely the way in the context in which we use it, certainly in the journals and probably in life when we talk about life intention. It's what are you stretching out towards? What is it that you want to turn your attention to and focus on achieving? Um, and it's very important with this definition, thinking about for yourself, what is your intention with your life, with your lifestyle? Um, or what is your intention with anything? Um, we've recently, was recently writing an article this week on how to good, have good Zoom meetings and how to have good meetings. And I've been in situations where I've been in a meeting and I could not succinctly explain what the intention of the meeting was. So how on earth were we ever going to be able to stretch out towards that or have a productive meeting towards that end, towards that goal? But even, um, you know, intention in terms of your life, like what does your ideal lifestyle look like? What is your ideal what are the elements of your life and any of you that follow the podcast you'll know there's one on um, the dream day exercise I would highly recommend you read that uh, listen to that sorry and read the articles that I've got connected with that um, it's one of the key exercises that we cover in the journal is because in order for us to build a plan and a structure towards actually achieving that end we need to know what it is and what a lot of journalists when they come into the community and just sort of are surprised by um, is their how difficult they find that process um, and I think it's an interesting question to ask yourself is you know if you're reflecting on this just now as I'm talking think about what am I stretching out towards do I have a picture of what that looks like for me what are the elements of that dream life that I'm stretching out towards what is my intention um, because in the absence of that what we find is we probably drift very much day to day or we get caught up in the day to day. So the immediate things, not the long term vision, the long term goal, that that view on the distance, <laughs> far away in the distance over there. Um, we get caught up in the day to day, the more immediate things that are close to us that are happening to us and impacting on us. And what we might find is that sometimes those are taking us off course. And one of the big things that I've heard from people that I've spoken to in the community that um, they've remarked on with the journals is that it's really allowed to keep pulling their focus and their clarity back to their core intentions, what they want to achieve, what they want their life to look like. Um, and that ability to refocus and have clarity on exactly what that is, is part of the key anchoring principles of the journals and and of what I want to help people achieve. Um, I feel too many of us get caught up in the day-to-day -day and almost get taken off course and six months later you're, you don't really know how you got there um, when it, you find yourself in a cycle of doing things and you're kind of unawares that that's not actually aligned with where you want to get to. So I love this, the Latin um, origin of it, meaning you're sort of to stretch out and turn your attention to something because definitely to, to reach a destination, to, to reach your intention, you do need to put your attention to it. What I also love is in very early English, it also means the heart, mind or understanding alongside sort of purpose or aspiration. Um, so, you know, our life's intention is our life's purpose or is our aspiration for what we want to achieve. Um, but it also is a very personal thing. Um, you know, your heart, your mind and your, your understanding deeply of yourself is is what you're looking to stretch out to on a personal journey level as well so it's it's quite a complex word with um quite a lot of deep meaning um but i love this idea of stretching out if you can imagine you've probably seen it with young kids when they see something that they want even before they've got the command of language they kind of put their hand out and they want to stretch out and they want to grab it and you see the little hand going mad trying to like grab the thing um and i think that's an interesting analogy to think of for ourselves with our intention is you know what are we reaching and stretching out for and if we're going to reach out and stretch out for something we need to know just like the little toddler knows 
that's exciting. I want it. It's colourful. It's, yes, I want that. I want that. And they reach out towards it. And we equally need to have clarity and a clear sense of what are our aspirations, what are our goals, what do we want to achieve, so we actually know which direction to reach out and stretch out in. Um, if we don't know what that is, um, then how can we reach out and stretch out for it and take actual, you know, affirmative action to move towards it? So I think intention's really interesting in a sense, and I love that image of the the little kid sort of reaching out and grabbing for something. Um, and uh, it's certainly what I'm all about, and what we're certainly doing in the journals as well. So it's it's really interesting at the end of the month when we do this sort of reconnecting, because one of the exercises is we reconnect with, okay what what are your core intentions what is your intention what do you want to achieve um where were you at the start of the month where are you now um what have you learned that's going to take you closer towards that what have you learned that's taking you away from that and this is really important to sort of look at these distinctions um and understand you know what have been the things that have been at play this month and learn from it because again we're building the systems of success we're learning through this organic process of trial and error um and again we've gained more tools this month from things that we've learned and knowledge that we've gained and things that we've tried and people we've talked to and videos and information that we've you know videos we've watched and information we've gained and the guides have obviously laid on a, a few more little extras as well for people so we're a little bit more a bit further along with the knowledge that we now have that we're taking into next month and so I think it's really important to recap refocus look again at what we're doing and and plan for the for the next uh, month ahead one of the exercises I wanted to sort of um, talk to you about is and finish with is the idea of an end of a month letter <laughs> so I have done this practice for quite a while and I've set myself I've written a letter to myself as myself at the end of the month so I'll recap that because that can be a little bit confusing so what I do is I, I imagine and I visualize myself at the end of June and I'm sitting there and I have my list of the things I want to achieve in June. So I've done my refocus. I've looked back at May. I've looked at like, where did I succeed? Where did I struggle? What actions have I taken? What new information do I have available to me? What do I want to trial out? What do I want to take forward into June and continue with? And what new things do I want to start achieving? What new things do I want to start applying um, daily or weekly to help me reach my goal? Um, I've reconnected with my, my core intentions. I, I have those written down. I have clarity on exactly what I want where I want to go and what I want to achieve um, and what I'm doing is okay what is June's contribution to that so by the end of June where do I want to be what do I want to have achieved what do I want to have um, how far do I want to have moved forward um, by that point and so I imagine myself sitting at the end of June having achieved all of those things and then I write myself a letter so I write at the end of this month at the top and then I put I am again present tense so I am running three times a week or whatever you know whatever these goals are that I have set myself these habits and these actions that I want to achieve so for example if it is you know running it would be yeah I am running three times a week that's just who I am now I just am a runner who runs three times a week um I I'm setting some boundaries around work because we covered work-life balance this month and whenever I do a guide I always have to self-reflect and it's always a bit of a personal journey for me as well. Um, so we talked about work-life balance. This has been a massive thing for me. I've always wrestled with my work-life balance or what I call work-life boundaries because we're better at establishing boundaries than creating balance. Um, so 
I'm really looking at my work-life boundaries and I'm really looking at really nailing a kind of structure to my day. So I obviously work for myself. Um, I have a huge amount of flexibility and what I'm struggling with is because I have that flexibility, I'm not being very disciplined in when I work. So I'm working in like chunks of time all over the day whenever I feel like it. And I really want to like really pin that, hone that down. So I have sort of um, outlined a little bit of a structure of something I want to try this month. Um, I'm going to try it in the first week and then I'm going to reflect on it, review it. And then the following week, I'm going to refine it further from my experiments, <laughs> as I call them, in week one. And I'm just going to keep refining them until I find that nice sweet spot, which just works for me. I've tried lots of different things. Um, so this is going to be quite a fun month playing about with this. But this is, again, something I want to um, highlight to all of you is make this fun, you know, um, change is always given this picture of being incredibly difficult, it's this arduous battle, this arduous endurance sort of test, and really this is just fun, like, if you hear the language I was sort of using, it's like a kid figuring out how to do something, I'm just playing with it, um, and there is also a sense that I'm not going to be really harsh on myself, there's a degree of self-compassion with this, I know my own habits, I know my own patterns, um, and I'm trying to figure out the sweet spot, that beautiful, if you heard the, the last podcast, that break point where joy is happening, okay? So for me, with work, like I have to think about, okay, where's the break point where joy is happening, where I'm really, really super productive, but I'm also not stressing myself out. Um, and I'm also taking time to exercise and I'm also taking time to, you know, be kind to myself in between because sometimes I can be guilty of firing on for four, five, six hours in a, in a go and realize I haven't drunk any water and I haven't come away from a screen for half an hour. And that's, I know that's not good for me. So I'm trying to create a structure and a routine around it. So again, thinking about this playfulness with this, there's no right or wrong because I know a lot of the business media and blogs and things like that are very much like, these are the seven rules you need, or this is the way to achieve maximum productivity. And at the end of the day, nobody knows you better than you. So the only way you're going to figure it out is through play, okay? You're going to have to just play with this, be really curious, be really creative, try random stuff. If it works, great. If it doesn't, you know much you know much more than you did before. Um, don't have this fear of getting it wrong because it's your system, it's your personalized system for success that you're trying to build here and have play with with this. So have a think about that as well and, and do play about with these different things. Um, so when you're writing your end of the month letter, you, you're really setting your intention. It might be something quite specific, like they may be running three times a week, for example. But for me, with sort of my work life um, boundaries sort of play that I'm having, um, it's going to be, you know, I have established a really good work have established really good work-life boundaries and improved my productivity so that's an intention set it's not very specific because I, I don't really know what I'm going to discover in June and what I'm going to figure out by the end of June but that's what I'm that's my intention is to really focus on that area of my life this month and really focus and target in on that and so this is this exploration this is this um writing these intentions um to give me focus and again like I said with the definition you know we're looking at um you know turn your attention to something so I'm turning my attention in June to some of these key areas and I've written out you know my end of the month letter and there's there's five or six key areas that I'm sort of keying in on here and I have some core intentions some key intentions for June which are very specific and then I also have some which is like the work-life boundaries um 
discovery, shall we call it, um, or play, uh, where I'm setting an intention that I, I don't know what it looks like, but I, I know what I'm stretching out for. And I want to feel that real sense of like real good um, boundaries around work, feeling productive. If I feel like that at the end of the month, great then I've achieved that intention, but it's really going to focus me. So when I read that every morning, I'm going to, it's going to focus me or when I'm struggling, it's going to focus me. Um, and I just touched on it there as well. And I think this is an important thing to also bear in mind is with the end of the month letter, you are setting yourself, you are visualizing yourself in the future and you are writing as if you were at the end of June. And it's very important with that to anchor those memories, to anchor those thoughts with emotions, with feelings. Okay. So imagine a feeling when you've had like a yes punch in the air moment and you've succeeded. You want to align that feeling and that sensation and, and recreate that in your mind when you're writing your end of the month letter because you're imagining and visualizing achieving that goal by the end of the month. Um, and you need to anchor it with that excitement, with that elation of having achieved it. So think about how you want to feel by the end of the month as well. You want to feel a sense of of, uh, you know, excitement, of success, of uh, maybe peace, it might feel, you might feel really calm. Maybe that's one of your intentions is to feel really calm by the end of the month. And so what we do in the exercise really is we sort of talk, um, talk people through like, okay, some key areas. So like, how do you feel? Um, you know, what's your experience? What are you, have you, what are you achieving? What have you achieved? Um, and also it's, I think it's a nice touch. And I always kind of add this at the bottom, like a little, like just line of wisdom from my future self back to myself. Um, what advice would you give to you now? Okay. So, you know, your own tendencies, you know, your own personality, you know, some of the times when you can really beat yourself up about something. And I really like this last section of the letter is to write, you know, as future you, what advice would you give to you now? Um, and this will be for the moments maybe when your motivation is waning, maybe when you're um, battling with something or you're being really harsh on yourself, for example. And what you want to be able to do is pull out this letter from your future self at the end of the month and read that letter back to yourself. <laughs> and that last section, that advice section should be like a little just you know yourself best you know what you need to hear in those moments so write that there as well and I think that's a really nice thing to have to just help keep you motivated help keep your spirits up as it were um, and so these can be really nice little features and just little things to do um, and I really love this idea that we're, we're going through this process together in a sort of monthly cycle so that's just a few things a few tips from me um, about sort of intention what it means and how you can use this sort of monthly practice of your end of the month letter to really encapsulate um, a lot of your intentions and really focus your intentions on a more monthly basis. So I hope that was really, really helpful, guys, and uh, have a fantastic week. Hi everyone, so I'm just here to tell you a little bit more about the Genius Journals. Um, you've probably heard me mention them a few times in the podcast, so I thought I would just give you a bit of an overview of what it's all about. So basically, it is a foundational course in bite-sized manageable daily lessons where I teach you what I call the house skill set. This is a series of tools, skills, insights and knowledge that's going to help you take an idea and turn it into an executable action. 
Reason being for this is because I've seen it so many times. People go to events and read books and listen to podcasts and go to great lengths to learn loads and loads and loads of things and then never actually implement any of it. So what you'll learn in the journals is exactly how to do this. In addition to that, we've got a wonderful online community. We've got lively video calls. We also do a weekly workshop and we just got that group support from a really supportive community of people who are also doing exactly the same thing, um, pursuing their dreams, making change happen um, and supporting others along the way. So if you're interested at all, click the link in the show notes and we look forward to meeting you soon.